We've got a new guilty of the moment, AIE's big birthday bash, and Swagapalooza. All that and more coming up right now. This is the AIE Podcast. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast, episode 134, the Die Has Been Podcast. Broadcasting from beautiful Northern California, this is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. And coming at us from the deep south in central Alabama is Accuzod. Greetings. This is Accuzod. Yes, it is. So what has been going on with you in the past week, Zod? Whew, I have had the Lemony Snicket week from heck. You uh, kind of have, yeah. A series of misfortune events on my end. Um, a death in the family, uh, just a lot of overload at work. And, and I've actually uh, become addicted to a brand new video game, which isn't really brand new. It's new to me. It's a thing called League of Legends. You might have heard of it. Uh, 35 million players every month. Um, yeah, I have a couple a friends that stuff. I lost. Like, I have not seen them for a quite some time. <laughs> so <laughs> I have I, to admit, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Oh, as when I first heard League of Legends years ago, I was like, well, is it just a PvP game? That sounds kind of stupid. And it's played by a bunch of little kids. But uh, the company that sponsors it, Riot, is actually doing like major, massive tournaments where they, they are paying people. Uh, $35,000 for a six-month period to actually play the game against each other competitively. So you now officially can become a professional video game player. Wow. And actually getting into it, we actually know a guy, and we've been following his games. And and getting into it, it's actually a really involved and, and a lot of fun uh, a game to play. It's it's really intense. Uh, the the game lasts, you know, games last between 20 minutes and an hour, and during it, it's just a lot of immediate jump back and forth, fighting. It's, it is a big blast, and it's easily, easily sucked you into it. So, so it, and I, I, admittedly, I'm not much of a Twitch gamer. Um, I, I prefer my, my RPGs a little more slow and methodical. <laughs> um, so is it a, like, sort of, like, Warcraft 3? Is it more of a, like, what is the actual... What is that, the game? Actually, exactly. It was built on the Warcraft 3 engine originally. I think they've modified since then. But it's a basic concept, five people versus five people. You jump onto a map. There's two bases, one base at each end. And your job is to get your enemy's base, blow it up, while they're trying to get down to your base and blow it up. And okay. a whole lot more involved, but that's the heart of the game. So you start out with a character, a uh, level one character. And as you play the game, you level him up to level 18. And he gets stronger as he levels. And your enemies are getting stronger as they level. And it's just a, a competition to see who can level the characters the fastest, who makes the right equipment choices, who who can get in the, the best kills. And uh, unlike WoW, you know, where you pick where there's 10 classes and you pick one and you spend two years leveling it up to max level, in uh, League of Legends there are, I believe last count, 111 different characters you can pick from that Holy all have cow. different strengths and weaknesses. And so you find the few you like to play that have different roles in the game. And there's kind of the same concept as a tanky class and a DPS class and a, and a healing support class. You kind of pick the ones you want, and you, your five men needs to be kind of a good balanced team, and you got to work together to, to get across and beat the enemy before they beat you. So it's it gets really intricate. It's kind of like they say about chess. It's easy to learn the moves, but really hard to play the game, or really challenging. So, so it, definitely fallen in love with it. That's, that's really interesting. So is it occasionally based on the class that you have chosen – 
do you actually sometimes get into uh like matches with another class that you're like oh like there's no way the class that i have picked is going to do well against this or is it relatively balanced across the board no i definitely the first because there are times i'll pick my favorite the 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 champion i love playing right now his name is wukong he's a uh, kind of a close range melee fighter and I'll be running up and I'll come up against somebody who's a caster and I'll be, you know, he'll just stand back and just zap me oh. from far away. So by the time <laughs> okay. I even get to him, I'm half dead. So, so I just like, a lot of it is unfortunately luck of the draw. Like it's kind like, of, well, at the start of the game, you actually, um, when you play the official rank tournaments, you actually can see what your other team is picking. And so when you're picking your characters, you can try to match against them. Oh, I see they're doing a caster. Maybe I'll pick a ranged or, you know, a, or an archer or something like that. Okay. So there's a whole lot of, uh, there's just many, many facets to it that I never would have expected from a, a standard Twitch, you know, PVP game. So really impressed by it. That's cool. I, it, it is that's free, what I've been doing. But, uh, and it's free. I know, but it's like, I do not have time for another game. <laughs> time is definitely the issue. Um, I, so what have you been doing with your time? Uh, I got my Hunter up to 41. Uh, Yay. Oh my God. Questing goes so much faster as soon as you get the, uh, as soon as you get the fast writing, fast land writing. Like, it's like, wow, I can get across the map and, you know, it's, I think it goes from 60 to a hundred percent faster. So it's, oh. I mean, it's not really mechanically that faster. It just seems much, much faster. And the bad part about having heirlooms is I'm out leveling my leather working. So Definitely. it's like, I'm moving to the next zone. It's like, oh crap, I still need medium leather and I'm way past medium leather now. So I'm, you know, buying a couple pieces off the auction house. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start poking my head into other games as well. Just, but I'm really happy about the Pandaren rest experience. Do they get twice as much or something? Yes. Pandas do. Pandas get double the rest. Okay. Double the Cause rest I was experience. like, I went from 37 to 41 in the past couple days. I am still, I still have rest experience. So like, oh, it, that's, I, it's, uh, you know, I, I've pretty much kept the same pet simply because I really like the hyena. Like it is, it has the, the uh, howl or whatever it is that I can, that gives me a, a boost. And it's been a lot of fun, but I'm, I'm thoroughly, uh, thoroughly enjoying Hunter. Like I can, I can understand the appeal now. It took me, you know, how long has the game been out? Like seven years. It took me seven uh, eight years. years. <laughs> yeah. This okay. is year number eight. So, uh, and also Book of Heroes has been going crazy. Uh, we have had, I, I will go into it in the news, but we have had our first purge of people that have not been in for two weeks or longer. Um, just right. to try to keep the active people in the guilds. Um, every time we purge people, new people come in. So I think it's going to be going strong for at least a little while yet. Yeah. Do you know if that's on a Windows Mobile yet? Because I've got a Windows Mobile phone and I want to jump in on that. But... I will have to look. As far as cool. I know, it's only uh, only Android and uh, iOS. But I will have to look at Venon's website because it's entirely possible they will be expanding out into other platforms. Because they have to be doing reasonably well with the amount of patches and stuff they're releasing. Like the content is not slowing down, so they they have to be doing reasonably profitable, you know, in terms of a business model. So I'm not sure. Nice. Like, um, so uh, yeah, I would. Oh, we uh, should uh, forgot to mention, by the way, if you haven't heard her sultry tones, Aludra could not join us tonight. Oh uh, yeah, oh my god! Just realized we jumped right into the chit chat and forgot <laughs> to say we miss you, Aludra. I wish you were here. Yes, Aludra has family visiting. It's a good reason that she's not here. So uh, we're uh, we're. Like the excuse of you no know, getting away, I'm sure. <laughs> well, well, now, now we have to we have to make you know accommodations for family. It happens. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, Aludra, uh, she will be back next week. Um, I believe you won't be here next week. 
That is correct. Unfortunately, one of the biggest podcasts we will ever do in this <laughs> podcast, and I will not be there, unfortunately. My uh, my daughter is uh, opening night of a school play, and she's actually on stage with a speaking part, and so she's so excited, and I got to be there for her. Oh, so. no. Hey, dude, more more power to you. That That is uh, that is something that you should be attending. But um, yeah, next week, we have some crazy stuff planned. So uh, stay tuned. We will talk about it a bit once we hit the news, which we have uh, both Sindrake uh, and a special new guest that has not been on the podcast before, uh, Rado Zato. So we will bring them out in a couple minutes, but first we will go into AIE News. AIE News. All right, starting out, we've got a new guilty of the moment. Everyone give a big three cheers to N, and that's E-N-N. Many, many great things have been said about N, including... N has been a great asset to SWOTOR and the TF2 community and makes AIE a better place with his presence. He is always nice, cheerful, and very helpful. And I love seeing members putting an effort to make new members welcome. So three cheers for N, our guilty of the moment. Feel free to send congratulations in the forums, in the games, or even via Steam. He's N's a Steam player. And remember, if you know someone who deserves a spotlight, let your officers know by emailing officers at aie-guild.org. We love hearing about people who made the community great. So AIE's sixth anniversary is next week. Yes, sixth. Yay. So we're, we're, we've been around for a while here. Uh, all week, we're going to have events. Check out the forum post with all the details, but I'm going to give you a little rundown here. So Sunday night, which is the 10th, we have a Lotro uh, Lord of the Rings online housewarming, which we have an ad for later in the show. Uh, Monday night, we have SWOTOR, Pelos, Pretentious PvP, and Tantalizing Trivia Test. Wow. Really? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Tuesday night, we have Guild Wars 2, uh, Ralph's Slash and Burn through Tyria. Uh, Wednesday night, we have The Secret World, which I will let our two guests talk about, because uh, apparently what was set before, they wanted to make a little more accessible, because they were going to do a lair night, which a lair is kind of, are you level 50? Are you well geared? Here you go. So, they wanted to make sure that everyone could join in, so I will have them talk about that. Uh, Thursday night, we have... Uh, Valentine's Day, and we will be doing a podcast next week. Our significant others might be uh, angry with us for doing so, but we are doing a podcast. We have some very special guests. You will want to be here. Uh, Friday night is Rift. Uh, Friday night Rift with Gypsy Girl. Saturday night, we have World of Warcraft, which is Lank's Progressive Dinner. I don't know what that is. And Dessert in Stormwind. So I'm assuming that means we're going to be, oh, that's right. I think we're taking Stormwind for as long as we can. So check out the forum post for all of the details. We're going to treat it like our own personal Cracker Barrel. (laughs) And now speaking of the AIE podcast next week, we will be giving away tons of swag to members of the AIE AIE community who enter into our Swagapalooza uh, giveaway. The prizes aren't big dollar items. They're like bumper stickers and and, uh, in-game prizes and stuff. There are t-shirts and stuff too, though. Oh, yeah, this T-shirt, Authenticators. We're definitely giving away Authenticators. I've got a, Dab- a Dablo 3-pin, I think it is, that I'm giving away. Um, so they're not big dollar items, but they're what we what we lack in quality. We make up in quantity. I think we have 66 items to give away, uh, which is quite a punch. Uh, and for some reason, I think Eludra is handling most of them. I'm not sure how those all got dumped on her. But um, <laughs> No, your chances to win are pretty good, and actually, odds are you can win more than one item. But in order to win, you've got to enter, and to enter, you've got to get to our entry page. So look for the uh, go to the forums and look for the in the general forum section. Look for the uh, AIE podcast Swagapalooza post, which will have the link to all the rules. Because yes, 
technically, legally, it's a sweepstakes, so we have to have rules. And the entry form. <laughs> so we have an, a raid on Amazing Jake's on Friday, February 9th in the Arizona area. The anniversary week might be next week, but that's not stopping these folks from having a good time before then. Check the forum post or meetup.com for more details. I gotta say, I am extremely jealous of the people in the Arizona area. They do they are a the lot ones of who stuff. Get together, like every week or every <laughs> other week, they get together and they do something amazing. If only, if only Arizona was a little closer to Alabama, I might go over and join. But. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a that's a commute if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna you do have that. To get constant commute because they're always doing things. <laughs> but uh, okay, Tinchel over in the AIE forums has thrown down the gauntlet. Apparently, he found out he's even older than old man Franks. So now it's who's, old man Tinchel, who's actually not very old. Yeah, if I may be so bold. <laughs> he's a kid, but still. Um, so Tinchel wants to know if he's the oldest guy here. Uh, he just celebrated his 69th birthday, wow. and he offers a challenge to members of AIE to see who the true old man is. So if you think you can uh, take him on to the age bracket, jump to the forums and post in his thread. So Book of Heroes AIEers, there's been a few slots opening up in various guilds with the Great Purge that just happened. There's now going to be a requirement. Uh, if you want to join an AIE guild, we want you to have a Venon ID. It's uh, it's really easy. It takes 35 seconds, I would say, to sign up. Um, if you do not have one and you are applying for a guild, you might not get uh, invited as a result. Uh, there's a sl few slots available in a few different guilds, ranging from a zero might requirement guild, which fills up pretty fast simply because it's, you know, new players can join it. Um, I know there's a couple at 500, a couple at 1,000, and uh, the highest level guild I think that we have so far, the might requirement is only 1,800, so it's actually not that high. So every two weeks, we're cleaning out idle folks with two weeks longer uh, since their last login. So Okay, what is a might requirement? So a might, might is basically eye level. Like once you hit a certain might level, you can get into gotcha. X raid. And okay. the um, the first raid is a zero might level. But now that uh, one of the guilds that I started uh, liberates, which was supposed to be Libertas, but it was autocorrected both in Dills's post to me and in me <laughs> trying to type it into the start a guild thing, which is like, thank you, <laughs> iPhone, for correcting it to liberates. Um, so... Uh, should that, make a make a guild called DYAC. <laughs> but uh, so that one, uh, they're actually doing raids, which are up to thirty nine hundred. Um, and I'm like, my characters are at like nine thousand because I've been playing the game for 15 years or a year <laughs> and a half in Internet time. You um, are the old man of uh, I have, Well, no, there there is one person that is very, very close to taking me over in terms of because the, they play a lot but uh but yeah we, we want to make sure um with that guild we we put an 1800 might requirement because we didn't want someone who is brand new coming into the guild and and not being able to actually join the raids that everyone else is doing so right that makes um, sense they with a lot of the guilds we're opening up a high level one and then a low you know a lower level one so people can raid at the same time if they can't get into the high one they should be able to get in a lower one but at some point it's going to be they're going to feel separated from the pack and we want to make sure that everyone's having a good time so that's a really good idea yeah we're and we're we're trying to get it to the point of at some point we might be juggling members from one guild to another simply because if you're sitting at 4000 might you might be better off in the higher level 
guild that is doing, you know, higher level raids. But at some point, it's going to slow down and we will start to collapse the guilds. That has not happened yet. So we're we're still patiently waiting for people to lose interest in the game, which doesn't seem to be happy. Well, we would like to not open a 13th guild like we have 12. We think that 12 is enough, but we'll you know, we'll see in the next couple months. It's the words with friends epidemic or, or syndrome, you know. Yeah, words with friends or draw something or yeah. Oh yeah. A, a, any 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 number of those. Uh, and I still blame Dills. Curse you, Dills. So, uh, with that, they have been waiting quietly in the wings. We have both Syndrake and new special guest Rado Zato. Uh, Hail Pyramidian! Hail Pyramidian! <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. I just want to say that red and green are not approved colors. <laughs> <laughs> hey Templar here <laughs> I, uh, it's all about the Illuminati I, I, yeah, I'm sorry I'm kind of an Illuminati nerd so, uh, it's, uh, so what am I going to do here <laughs> I should have made a special uh, a special lower third on my screen here to have uh, for you know this special uh, secret world podcast here so what, right. is, what has been going on with you two in the past uh, couple weeks it's been a little while since we've heard you mute because we have so many games now I know, right? It's getting crazy. But uh, Secret World really took off for AIE. Like, we were kind of eh, struggling a little bit. Not a lot of people, not a lot going on for a while. Then Buy to Play happened, and bam, we started getting a ton. So well, It's a fun game. You just got to get people in the door. Oh, yeah. I, I, honestly, I keep, I want to petition the government. I want a day between Saturday and Sunday which is still a weekend day that is I'm going to MMO day because that way I could devote like five or six hours per game and I could, you know, get in three or four, you know, games before I needed to go to sleep. But, uh, you know, I think we should just rename Monday to MMO day and then make sure everybody stays home and plays games. That'll (laughs) cut the M anyway. And it'll make Monday a much better day. I, I, I support this Zod for president. Or emperor, or I'll think of it soon. <laughs> Good stuff. So yeah, the the, the whole buy to play things really made a huge impact on us and the secret world. Like the the activity in game has really kind of exploded too. I mean, it's sort of hit a level point now, but for a while it was almost like launch again. Oh wow. So, that's yeah. that's really good. That's really good. I I for hope sure. the game continues for another ten years. Like I, it's got such good writing, and I, admittedly, I got to the point that I hit a wall and I couldn't get past. But now I know a way to get past that. There are builds. I just I need to grind some AP in order, you know, to be able to do that. You need to use the build. That the build, yeah. yes, exactly. Builds. It's yeah. specifically you want to complete the champion starter deck because if you're doing the build it's impossible not to complete the champion deck but you start out with the champion deck and then you do the build check our forms for links for that yes sounds awful (laughs) (laughs) well i'm gonna make the build has like it's a a dps build that has a lot of self-healing correct so you can kind of get through pretty much okay it's a very self-sufficient Uh, deck that um, capitalizes on certain synergies on there. It includes an impair in there so that you can have the ability to both interrupt or just give yourself a break every now and then. Give yourself like three seconds of passive healing while you still wail on the mobs. Oh, wow. Okay. 
That's yeah. uh, that's definitely because uh, we hit the end of Egypt, and I'm like, I want to go to Transylvania, and I just cannot get through the class quest to make it to the next point. So I uh, are you on that big boss mob at the end of the storyline, perchance? Yes, I believe. Yeah. I believe that's where I am, and it's I. The one thing that drives me nuts about the game, and I've said this before, is. It's like, no, 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 like you can do 90% of the game by, you know, in a group. Oh, except these parts where you have Mm -hmm. to figure out how to do it on your own. And it's like, but I play with my significant other and we're a pretty good team, (laughs) but they they don't care. (laughs) That's actually something that they've backpedaled on a little bit. Well, maybe backpedaled isn't the right word, but uh, they've said recently that it's too much work to go back and retool those to be groupable, but... In the future, there's probably not going to be much in the way of solo instances. It was kind of an executive uh, decision, pretty much, that they had said on that, where it's like, you know, um, the deadlines were coming up. They had to make decisions on, okay, do we need to put resources in this to retool, or we're going to have to just make a hard line of these things are just going to have to be this way. But pretty much they've stated that any future content is going to be a lot more compatible so that you could solo or group without having a lot of weird, crazy problems. Yeah. That makes me very, very happy to hear. <laughs> and yes, I, I do understand. I mean, the like, for example, Blizzard didn't touch Cataclysm until they're like, we're going to, or they didn't touch the old world until they're like, we're blowing it up. We're going to completely redo all the zones. So to me, they weren't really retooling it so much as we're going to kind of scrap these zones and start over. They kind of look the same as they did. So I understand the not wanting to go and rehash old content for the developer's sake. Yeah, they just they don't have the resources to devote to going back and doing something that sort of in the grand scheme of the game is insignificant, really. Right. Oh, no, I agree. But it's really frustrating when you're there. Like really yes. frustrating when you're there, <laughs> for sure. Which well, fine, that I think kind of can lead that can kind of lead into one of our our points coming up about the the restructuring. Some people probably heard. Yeah, they uh, despite the fact that the game kind of blew up and it's been really successful since the buy to play. Uh, just to throw a couple numbers out there too before moving on to the restructuring. Uh, now that this this these figures are maybe a month old now already, but they said there was a thirty percent increase in total sales, uh, wow. roughly about a month after the conversion, and online activity had increased by four hundred percent. Holy cow! So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a four times increase. It's certainly not you know not something to uh, to poo poo when you're looking at your bottom line. Yeah, that's a ton of people coming a back. Five and new sales. times increase. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, yes, a lot. Massive, impressive numbers there. Yeah, but despite that, um, there was still some restructuring. I say despite that because the restructuring didn't actually have anything to do with the Secret World's success or lack thereof. This was actually stuff that started going on back in October. And this is just the latest phase of it. It just, in my opinion, it was really, really bad timing because it looks like, ah, the secret world actually isn't doing very well, even though it just went by to play. Yeah. So it it looks bad. You would think they would want to delay it at least a couple months. Uh, But yeah, that's, and unfortunately the business end and the dev end probably aren't talking a whole heck of a lot other than the biz end saying, uh, we need to cut this. Sorry. Yeah. We need more money here and we need it right now. <laughs> yeah. 
and that yeah. was, that's pretty much it, I guess. Having been but, laid off twice in my life, I completely understand how that works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there were a few more lost jobs from my understanding, but they moved, what they did is they moved all of the developers or the vast majority of the developers down into North, the North Carolina, uh, location where all their QA and support is as well. Oh, okay. So the idea is, and this is across all of the games, the idea then everything will be a lot easier and smoother to sort of correspond between one another and get everything connected. And if they need to shift resources around, it's that much easier. So the point is just to make it a more uh, streamlined operation. Instead of a shift that involves, we got to have a, uh, a plane flight ticket ordered and every that it's like, Hey, we need you to g- walk down the hall and add your expertise right there. Yeah. yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if they want to drag some people over from age of Conan or whatever, then just train them on what they need to know for the secret world. And away you go. They have could fun. Literally <laughs> drag a person from age of Conan <laughs> weapons and all. <laughs> That's got to yeah. hurt. <laughs> you get like a wedgie or something along the way. But it's okay. We got bees on our side. <laughs> yes. Right. You, you have the bees. Well, they don't need to drag them. They can just send the bees. <laughs> so I, 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 one thing I do have to give you guys props for, uh, for as small as the community was for a while, you said that AIE in uh, the secret world has kind of exploded in the past couple of weeks. Like since it's gone by to play, it mm-hmm. has, which is sounds really stupid. Cause it's like, well, of course it's by to play, but no, in the grand scheme of things, yes, it is by to play. Uh, you guys have had a lot of organization about what's going on in the game, like to make activities for people. So if you want to go into that a little bit, that's, uh, I, I'm, I've always been impressed with the amount of stuff that you guys are organizing for people to do. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you want to well, hit part of that is a mandate from the Illuminati. Oh, okay. But those Templars, they love order, but those dragons, sometimes they throw in a wrench and it's like, instead of being chaotic, we're just going to do something structured. And it just really confuses people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I lost my notes. Oh, no. Where'd they go? Help me. Help me, Randall. See, I, that, I could lead off for a while while you're getting caught up. I was going to um, say that would as, be the uh, that would be the dragons just throwing, <laughs> closing his show notes so he can't. Ah, those butterflies. That's my <laughs> my dragon roots. <laughs> my origins. But yeah, each week we kind of have both. Now, just like with all of AIE, we have uh, things that some officers kind of run, but of course it's those people wanting to. But we also have non-officer ran events that other people do because, you know, that's what we're all about here in AIE. You know, if you want to do something, go for it, you know, get organized. But like each week we have uh, some regular things going on. Like every Monday night we have a whole bunch of dungeon runs going on. These can range from a uh, lower end normal mode, some of the... QL 10 range elites, which is kind of like, I guess if you're putting into wow terms, this is like your, your early heroic mode kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, recently we've been for, for some people we've been pushing into nightmare modes, which is roughly the raid equivalent of, of your end game PVE stuff as it, as it stands now. Um, but primarily the, the Dungeon Knights on Mondays are like elite modes is the primary focus. And if nobody needs an elite, then we're pushing into a nightmare mode. Okay. Um, 
Wednesdays are kind of like my pet project, which is layer nights, which is we round up everyone into a raid. This is some of this is it kind of like it, it happens to line up this way. Uh, layers are keyed towards and geared towards you're supposed, it's supposed to be a five-man group where you're supposed to be more casual people where you're not doing nightmare modes or elites all the time but it's a little more casual experience where it's a, more of like a an open world dungeon kind of deal but um you run around in this area that's a lot has a lot much tougher enemies and it they make it quite obvious when you've entered in the area like the camera has a dear, weird lens effect on there and it says in big letters that you have entered in like you know the shadowy forest layer as an example but you go in there and you're rounding up pieces for these blueprints to summon a boss when you have all the the right pieces you put them together and you go to these summoning circles to summon these bosses that'll show up you kill them and it gives some pretty decent loot on there but it's a, a slower pace than if you're trying to do like the the more streamlined faster harder content That's but a each of cool it's a lot more relaxed Oh, much more relaxed. But those bosses drop pieces for even tougher bosses that are tied to the region. So, like, um, the, the example, like, the Shadowy Forest has, like, three bosses. But those bosses contribute pieces to a bigger boss who is the boss of Transylvania. Oh, and from okay. what I've heard... And I haven't heard anyone confirm or deny this, but those further bosses have like a grand master world boss that's incredibly tough, but no one's gotten the pieces yet because there isn't exactly a way to force the exact pieces you need to make and summon that boss. Oh, okay. So it's kind so, of a looming off in the distance. Thing. So someone has someone has like, oh, I have two of six, but I've gotten the same two pieces for the past, you know, the past five yeah. weeks that I've been doing this. Okay. So it's a... Pretty much. So when they do unlock it, I'm sure it will drop fantastic loot, but until then, you kind of have to figure out like, that. you know... We call those uh, Blizzard loot rules. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That is exactly that. The earlier bosses have they have quests that drop things that you can force the summons of the certain bosses, so it helps speed things along. Um, then on, uh, also on Wednesday, we have a special group called the Cthulhu Wednesdays, and we try to work together so that we're not like having too many go on one side, or like for example, we're not having the Lair Knight people eat up all the people to layer night because it's a bit more casual on there we're, we're kind of accepting but also there's cthulhu wednesdays which is pretty much the low level people who are just having a hard time getting into those pugs because sometimes you just don't want to deal with pugs and we're a decent large sized group here so you know we have people gather up and help people run through the lower end dungeons so it's like you know here's you know here's some advice here's some help you know and it's all friendly here we're gonna have jokes and have fun and stuff and, and great stuff like that yeah, Sokotep's I, the one that put uh, those Cthulhu Wednesdays together, so yeah, awesome no, for him. He, he's been doing a great job organizing on the forums. I am certainly someone who lurks on the forums a lot, and yeah, he's been putting a lot of effort uh, into that. And just so you guys know, I was on Geek.io last night, and two of the uh, two of the five people that are hosts on that show, they have a lot of hosts on that show, um, they, they were like, wow, I really wish I could afford the secret world because... Every time you guys are talking about it on the, on the AIE podcast, I really I'm like it's only you know it's like twenty bucks or twenty five bucks. Come on in, like they yeah, really. there's every Wednesday they have noob night. So come on, you know it's it's a and what I I'm typically busy on Wednesdays, but I'm not on Mondays. 
So I might have to uh, start hitting up uh, Monday Dungeon. Although you've seen me heal Drake, I'm I'm not good. (laughs) You you make us live. Just takes practice. (laughs) Well, and I I think I just don't have. I have a good build for duo healing. I don't think I have a good build for five or you know five man healing. I I think that's what the problem is. I think I need to figure that that out. What what's your what's your main weapon you're healing with? Out of curiosity, um, I am assault rifle and blood. Ooh, that well, that's the that's one of the tr- one of the in as far as some of the ins and outs as far as rolls go. Assault rifles actually one of the the secretly um, more complicated than it appears. Oh, great! Healing main weapon, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Which but means I'm do doing forum, it wrong. <laughs> have, yeah, there are forum threads about it, and we have links within our forums that lead two discussions on that but it's like okay it's not that difficult once you realize oh here's how it actually works but it de- it's definitely a more advanced he- main healing weapon i i still remember how broken it was when the game first released it's like oh my range is like oh, i can shoot stuff way over there and i'm healing people like can. it's fine <laughs> but i mean <laughs> at, at first people were complaining that it's like oh my god assault rifle super op and i think they balance things out a little bit but the range on it like i don't know how people use shotguns because assault <laughs> rifle shoots so much further than <laughs> there's a reason why the majority of people you see in pvp are using uh, both an assault rifle and a blade. Oh There's yeah, no, that's... some significant advantages there. <laughs> yeah, because the the assault rifle has the max range in the game, whereas the blade, a lot of the most potent abilities on there are AOE stuff centered around you. So you don't have to look for a target or face a certain way. You just you know spam that button. Oh yeah, and they spin so... or do do whatever they need to do. And I'm sorry. I, I tried pistols for a while. Pistols is useless. Like the range is so small that I, I actually like, read that the range on pistols is slightly less than shotguns. What? What? <laughs> it might you I'm might as well be using a, a melee weapon at that point. Like to be yeah. honest. Like, <laughs> but they look so cool. I mean, I think they whenever do, whenever I see somebody them. using pistols, I go, I want to make a pistol build. I just never get around to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm fairly confident pistols is actually the medium range of the the three range weapon block things, but right. I don't I don't personally play with shotguns a lot, so I can't exactly say for sure on that. But I do use pistols a lot, and it's a decent medium range. At least to me, it is. The range on shotguns is surprisingly long. Is the thing? Oh, is it? Yeah, like I I can shoot stuff pretty freaking far away mm-hmm. when I'm using my shotgun when I'm using my AR shotgun build. Yeah, but the thing on shotgun is, at least it's pa- on its passive aspect, is it does more damage the closer you are. So it's right. yeah, there's it's, it's kind of a weird. That. You technically have a longer range, but your your maximum efficiency is when you're point blank with that sucker. Right. All well, I know is when I got it mixed up with my with my assault rifle, I very rarely have to move further ahead to use my shotgun. Oh, okay. It works well. <laughs> So I'm but sorry, anyway. <laughs> I, I interrupted the, the weekly cabal activities. If you want to go into the daily nightmares. Tangents um, is what we do. <laughs> uh, uh, Cindric, we want to go ahead and take that uh, one off? Well, the daily nightmares uh, were put together by one of our members, Sharam. And these don't run every day, I don't believe, but uh, he puts a group together. and They, they try to run every day. Yeah. That's the aim, the goal, and it's just for about an hour. 
is the idea. Get together for an hour and run through as many bosses as you can in however many nightmare dungeons you can go through until such a point comes when you wipe three times. If you wipe three times, you move on to the next dungeon. Wow. I like that rule. So <laughs> you're getting the loot from, uh, which is purple loot from each boss that you're down, and plus you get black bullions, which is like valor points. March, a, tr- March a triumph valor points. Yeah. Okay. It's that kind of currency. So you're gearing yourself up in a relatively quick, stress-free kind of way. What? Okay, so you say stress-free, but these are nightmare <laughs> mode bosses. So uh, it's it's way harder. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but <laughs> but, at least but you once you start getting this. geared, just like from normal mode to elite mode, at least the transitions, right. it starts to get easier, just like any other game. Yeah. Yeah. But when I say stress-free, I mean that because you're not going to end up hitting your head against the wall on the same boss like 26 times. Until Which I somebody have goes, done in uh, go many bed. games, yes. <laughs> yes. Or you're not having to deal with a rotten pug where it's like, Ugh, why are you so under gear? I can't believe you didn't use this dick. No, 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 no. It's yeah, funny how guy. pugs are universal. Like, <laughs> in yeah. any Isn't game. Like, <laughs> it's just a rule of any game, I think. Douchebag yeah. Carl seems to play every single MMO. I don't know how he has time for it. It's the uh, the, the Penny Arcade gift theory. Yeah. That's you all know it. what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, yes. I think we're all nerdy enough to know what that is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I did mention it briefly, but you guys sort of changed up what was happening. Uh, February 13th is your guys' night uh, for the AIE anniversary. What is going on that night? Take it away, Reto. Uh, craziness. <laughs> <laughs> now, what we'll be doing is um, we'll be starting out around 8th. It should be at 8.30 um, Eastern time. Pretty much it's to to give the uh, the West Coast people a bit of time, at least if you're a 9 to 5 job person, you got some time to at least make it home. But about 8.30 Eastern time, we're going to be starting a guided tour through the uh, 17.12 Fire lore, event, uh, lore series in uh, Kingsmouth, which is the first... Uh, zone that you'll be working through with your brand new character. Now, where this is open to anyone who wants to participate, we're just kind of uh, everyone showing up. We'll hop into event. I will. I will be going over a pretty much a guided tour as I go explain. You know, here's some information about this spot where you're picking up the lore and letting everyone have a chance to read over each segment on there. Uh, this will go on through until we've got all ten pieces of that. Uh, once that is done, I'll be leading everyone over to uh, the entrance to what's known as Polaris. It's where the Orochi Corporation people are, are hanging out in Kingsmouth. We'll meet up there, and we're going to have a special uh, running of the beef-like event going on there, where we're just going to take, for everyone who's, who's in the know, we're going to take all of our talismans, weapons, and if you have them, auxiliary weapons, and just dump them all into our inventory so that we're effectively naked just like a running of the beef event and then starting from the um the polaris entry place trying to run our way to the agartha entrance uh, you know just like a running of the beef (laughs) so we'll be trying to make our way there the reason for that is as soon as um anyone who can and eventually does make it to that agartha portal will be migrating our way over to london from the agartha portals there and in london the one of the newest uh 
social club areas, um, instance places, is called Crusades. And it's a nice little, night, you know, kind of underground looking nightclub area. And we'll be having some live DJed music playing as we're all just socializing, being in character, chatting, doing whatever, you know, just messing around, things like that. And that'll go Taking until, being cool. and they'll, they'll go until, you know, we're partied out. And I, I still have to say, I don't want to give spoilers, but Polaris, I know you guys aren't doing Polaris in this particular thing, but Polaris is one of the few games or the few instances in a game that I was like, oh, cool, we finished it. And then it was like, oh, or we just got slapped out of the air and it's there's another boss that we were not aware there was going to be a boss. So Wait, I, there's, another, there's another boss. There's only there's only the five. I've all, you know, every time we you beat that one guy who's behind that that wreckage there, you're done. You know, you hop on the on the helicopter and away you go. I've all, I've all, I've the most bosses I've ever had. I've all, I've the most bosses I've ever had to kill is five. As soon as that's done, <laughs> you got your you know, send in your report. It's just it's the first <laughs> game that I literally was like, oh cool, we you know we beat the final boss. We'll click on the thing and we'll start the cutscene. Oh no, I guess not. <laughs> So gotta, I don't want to give spoilers. The what do face? <laughs> so yeah, I'm not going to give spoilers at what happens, but it, it is really really cool. Like th- this is a game that if you like um, really good writing, I would say this is one of the top tier games. Like there, yeah, this game was designed around a storyline. This is not a game yes. with a story. It's a story <laughs> it with a serious game. quality. Oh, fun fact about Polaris: your Leroy Jenkins reference is in Polaris. It is. Yes, it is. <laughs> nice. And the other fun Keep fact, an and this is especially for all you you wow people. I think in particular, what's it? Is it length? Who length Harris? Who runs the wow end of things? Yes. He, yes. yes. Okay. Well, this one's run, especially run's a strong word. He's we we blame him for everything. Yes. He, yeah. He, <laughs> he's supposed to have the reins, but anyway. <laughs> um, he knows this, what they are. this is specifically for him and anyone else who is a fellow brony. Um, oh. The voice actors for Twilight Sparkle is right there by the entrance for um, um, Polaris. And oh, for nice. Trek fans, the oh, voice yeah. actor for um, the Vulcan, uh, yeah, uh, Tuvok, Tuvok, yes, is is there beside her. But in addition to that, the voice actor for Quark from Deep Space Nine is also another quest giver in the same zone. Cool. And I do have to give props the TSW people managed to get Tuvok's character to make a Star Trek reference in the game. So it's like seven layers, I think, of like abstraction from a, it's it's really fantastic that you're like, wait a second, that totally sounds like and it is, and he makes a Star Trek <laughs> reference and then he's embarrassed <laughs> about it. So <laughs> I love when you uh, you hear a voice you've heard for years on other shows and movies suddenly pop up in something you're doing. It's it's a great thing. And and just so studios know if you're looking for a voice actor, I'm available. Um, <laughs> Well, I'm really surprised Worf is not in this game. Like, oh, that'd he, be awesome. he does a ton, of, Michael like Michael Dorn. Dorn does a ton of voice acting stuff. So I'm really, really surprised I didn't get him for this game because he plays, you know, a burly sort of, you know, like a burly gentleman. So I, I was kind of surprised to not see him here. Maybe I one day. Can't, I can't picture him without that forehead, no matter what. So. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And, he, and he's got to order prune juice. Order prune juice. <laughs> 
<laughs> so is there anything else you guys wanted to cover about the, the secret world before we uh, close up shop here? I think that covers us for this week. Well, I've got one, yeah. I've got one more thing I want to, I want to cover on this. Okay. Okay. And that is remember kids, Pyramidian wants you to choose Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> He does. And if you can find this game, I think, is it, is this the one that's 23 bucks on Amazon right now? Uh, or possibly less. I think it okay. might be 1799. So at the moment, this game maybe. is absolutely worth $20. Like, and repeat, this is the one you buy it once. This is yes. not a monthly subscription. No you buy subscription. It once, you play it forever. Yeah. There so, is no reason not to give it a shot. It, if you're just assuming that it won't be your thing, but you've never tried it, try it anyway. If and, you're a Cthulhu nerd in any way, you should get this game. Like, I'm I'm just saying, like, I am a, you know, tried and true Cthulhu nerd. Please pick up this game. You will, you will absolutely enjoy it. Like, I, I. If you like vampires who don't sparkle, this game <laughs> has that. They totally don't sparkle. And there's werewolves. And they don't look all pretty pretty they're the, werewolves there's werewolves in Man. kilts i'm just saying werewolves in kilts that that no, happens in awesome. this game i haven't seen those yet that's awesome. <laughs> no i haven't either which is why i'm trying to get out of egypt to go to transylvania <laughs> and demigods they got demigods you can like interact with them <laughs> they got everything <laughs> So that we, on that note, I think I will end. That is our show for this evening. We want to thank both, uh, not Half Light and Sindrake. That is not correct. We want to thank Sindrake and Radosado for joining us, and our chat room for adding some great commentary. Uh, next week we'll be talking to various members of AIE for the AIE Birthday Bash. We have some special guests. You will want to stay tuned. You absolutely want to be here next week, or if you can't be here, check the get watch the recording. We are going to have some amazing big names from AIE's past. But for now, stay tuned. We've got some great AIE member segments coming up, including Ask Miss Mulgra, Aludra's Pets, Hunter Talk, Overly Dramatic News, and the Lotro Housewarming Advert. So, but first, if you want to reach us, we can be found at podcast at AIE-Guild.org. Uh, Twitter, we can be followed at AIE Podcast. I am at Show Not Found. Accuzod is at Accuzod, and Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. Our guest Twitters, oh wow, I can say Twitter. <laughs> I promise I haven't been drinking too much. That uh, sounds like our, a cereal. Try Twitters. <laughs> our at Ratboyo and uh, Ratozato. Do you have a Twitter? Um, mine is. I believe it should be at Ratozato. So. If- You've seen my name in the forums. It's the same thing on Twitter. Oh, one more thing I forgot. Squeezel. Oh yeah, Squeezel. Long <laughs> Squeezel. live Squeezel. Uh, just below Pyramidian. We're not gonna. We're not gonna go out there. But uh, so we have a. Our website is www.theaiepodcast.com, and you can watch our old shows at www.youtube.com/user/theaiepodcast. Good night, everyone. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy to navigate website? A one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com 
slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community and register. Put in your location and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-communities. AIE, where all the nice people on the internet are. Hey, hey, I, can you hear us? We're calling from Middle Earth to the fourth age of man. Come in. I think we're tuned in now. Good. Megavonin. Megavonin, this is Apollos. And my name's Van Flick, and we're on the Land Roval server. We're having a housewarming party and inviting all of AIE to join us. We'll have contests, horse races, scavenger hunts, and a dwarf toss. What? Uh, I thought I took that one out. Oops. <sighs> Continue, please. Right. Uh, so, we'll have contests, horse races, Hobbiton Idol, dancing with the chars, and music played by real people. No lip syncing! Yes, with real instruments from real players. How will they know how to get there? Go to Bree or Thorin's Hall and take the horses from the stables to Mickledelwing. How fast is the start zone to get to the stables? It's a quick and guided intro, and you're on your way. Do you know what the best part is? What's that? It's free to play! So swing by, we'll have beers, ale, and lots of food. And pie. And take a tour of the AIE house. When is it? Sunday, February 10th, 9 p.m. Eastern. The schedule of events are on the forums. Excellent. I like pie. Any chance we can try that dwarf toss? Hobbits? Nah, they're too light. They get stuck in trees. Ah. Uh. Yeah. And welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, do you have any recommendations for welcoming the Alliance to the Crossarang Wilds of Pandaria? When a new Orkling moves into the neighborhood, everyone wants to play with the new kid. But this happy ending takes place in stages. First, there are the awkward introductions to the established group of friends. Second is the great silence, while everyone sizes each other up. Finally, someone offers a toy and asks to check out the new kids' toys. Although the Alliance undoubtedly have similar customs, it might be more memorable and less stuffy if we cut out all the red tape. Let's just go over to Lion's Landing and show them our new weapons. I am Miss Mulgra, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. 
Luja the Mage here, helping you find the pets, catch the pets, and keep the pets for fun and profit. Let's go on a humanoid hunt! Specifically, let's hunt down a Flare Youngling. I've been hearing a lot about these guys lately, and it's true, they have some great moves. But they are not the powerhouses that everyone is making them out to be. So, sorry guys, the quest for that elusive perfect pet is still ongoing. You can find Flare Younglings on the border of Tarokar and Hellfire Peninsula. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Hellfire, Hellfire Peninsula. Peninsula. That should always be said that way. Anyway, you can find them right at the top of the mountains that create the boundary between the two zones. The ones covered in thorns. You're going to need flight to get to these guys. Heck, I didn't even know this area existed. Flare younglings have a level range of 17 to 19. So plan your trip accordingly. These guys also are not a continuous spawn, meaning there's going to be times where you make the trip out there for nothing. The nearby mobs are level 70 to 72, so look out. I didn't even know the Outlands went that high. Now, don't worry if you miss these guys during your first Outlands sweep. Flare younglings were added recently in patch 5.1. That was really fun. Hellfire Peninsula. Yeah, always should be said like that. If you like this segment, or you want to tell me how awesome I am, you can visit the website at aludraspets.com. Ready, aim, what? This is Hunter Talk. I am Johnny Feisty, the hunting hunter, with tips to make your hunter hunterific. This week's topic is 5.2 Hunter Changes. Joining me this week is my new companion and potential co-host, Buttons the Red Dragonhawk Hatchling. Yeah, that's great, Buttons, but we've got some important information to cover. Never mind, Flappy. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about hunter changes in 5.2 that I found on some website somewhere. Helping us to read the changes is our old friend, Old Man Doddles. You ready, Gramps? Sure enough! Aimed shot cast time bend reduced to 2.5 seconds was 2.9 seconds. Bestial Wrath may now be activated <laughs> when there's... Oh, hey, Flappy. Nice to uh, see you. Mm-hmm. Pay no mind to the Red Dragonhawk Hatchling. <laughs> Old Man Doddles was just a... Uh... No, Buttons, of course I told Flappy about you. <laughs> bird killed your other bird. Oh, again. come on, Flappy. It was nothing personal. Oh, now I guess we need to finish that list of hunter changes. No, never mind. Thanks for listening to Hunter Talk. Big downs to Buttons. Big ups as usual to Flappy. J-O-H-N-N-Y-F-E-I-S-T-Y Because he likes you. Undead Leader takes strong stand for copyright protection. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. In the wake of the recent controversy between the TV show Glee and Jonathan Colton over their performance of his version of Baby Got Back, one would have thought that the show's producers would lay low for a while. That does not seem to be the case, however. A new video posted yesterday on YouTube showed the cast singing a rendition of Lament of the Highborn that bore a striking similarity to the version often seen in the royal chambers of the Undercity. Lady Sylvanus Windrunner was reportedly furious at the lack of respect shown to her copyright on The Lament and immediately filed a DCMA takedown notice on the video. Still seething, the Banshee Queen, several guards, and a Valkyr maiden traveled to California last night to impress upon the show's staff the importance of honoring intellectual property rights. 
After an all-night negotiating session in a soundproof room far out on the studio back lot, an agreement was reached. The executive producer, looking decidedly paler and more ragged than he did yesterday, apologized profusely to, quote, his queen, unquote, as Sylvanus looked on. Furthermore, he announced that to make up for the transgression, the entire show was relocating to Brill in Tirisfall Glades. So stay tuned this spring for new episodes and new songs on Gloom Night School. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Hi, I'm Captain Hunter from AIE and Star Trek Online, and hailing frequencies are open. In fleet news, the Transwarp Gate and Tier 1 Fleet Shipyard have all been built. This means you can now transwarp directly to the Starbase and also use the Transwarp Gate to travel to different parts of the galaxy, such as Earth, Vulcan, and Risa. This works much like the portals in Shatrath and Dalaran to allow you to quickly pass over entire sectors to get to where you want to go. And having a Fleet Shipyard means fleet members will now be allowed to buy fleet ships which are a step above even the best ships available to players not associated with the fleet. And speaking of which, the fleet is taking on new members almost daily and is growing strong. To sign up or learn more, the AIE Expeditionary Task Force now has an official subform in the Imperium Ludi section. Stop by and leave a message, ask a question, or just ooh and ah our mad screenshot skills. You can also look me up in the game where you can message me as Hunter at Bumbling Bee. That's Hunter at sign Bumbling Bee. In STO news, the three-year anniversary event is still going until February 14th. Hop into the game to collect your free ship and participate in Q's daily party mission that rewards either this year's balloon animal party popper, the lithium, or a mystery box. That can include some pretty sweet gear. You can also do the mission daily so you can collect them all and even get a repeat mystery box with something new in it each time. This has been Captain Hunter with your AIE STO update. And remember, set phasers for oh my. Have you enjoyed the AIE experience? If you'd like, you can help support the gaming community by sending a $5 or more donation via PayPal. All proceeds will be going towards community operations, events like BlizzCon, the community's website, and much more. You can find our PayPal link by going to our website at www.aie-guild.org. Thank you for your support, and thank you for being a member of Alea Ayakta Est. There we have episode 134 of the AIE podcast. Thanks to Sindrik and Radozato for joining us to talk about the secret world. Next week, we'll be giving away tons of prizes. We'll have some special guests, so please join us on episode 135 of the AIE podcast, the sixth year AIE has been around. Hope you'll join us then. Thanks for listening. Frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.